Peace be multiplied. All right, all right. This is good. It's a good day. Everything's good. I see a whole lot of red up in here this morning. You know it. <laughs> yeah, we're hoping that uh, our Kansas City Chiefs do a good job because, you know, we, we sports people up here. Yeah, Green Bay's got theirs out of the way, so we want the Chiefs to get theirs out of the way. All right, so we all good. All right, see, I'm, I hollered for my first favorite team. Now then I'll do my second favorite team today. All right, all right, all right. We've been talking about, and we're trying to get lessons on uh, taking care of business over here, right? Come on. And uh, we, we had a goal that, as the church, we were going to lose 200 pounds, right? And then Pastor raised it up, right, to 300. So we had 216, so some of y'all need to get run around the block, do some push-ups so we can get to this 300 because we want to be healthy spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally, and financially. Right. And to right. do that, it takes work, right? We blaming, we looking for God to do things he's given us the tools to do for ourselves, right? And we're not a church over here that believes in, see, there's certain things I told you, I don't pray much anymore. And you ask me why. When I found out that God gave me the tools to do most of the stuff I was praying for, all I needed was go to work. All I needed to do was put in work, all right, what he had given me. Come on. And so, but we also know that, and we're going to use this all year, that Satan is a thief, and he comes to kill, to steal, and destroy. But Jesus says, I come that they may have life and life more abundantly. And so we understand that. We understand that that's what, I want what God promised. That's right. If Jesus promised me a life of abundance, then I want that life of abundance. All right? And or in the uh, NIV, it says life more full. One of the problems that we have is that Christian people are too afraid to live in prosperity, right? But if he promised me that, then that's what I'm looking for, right? And so, uh, uh, and that means to me that I'm not praying for things I need. I'm past all that. He's going to give me everything I need. You know, I'm getting toys now. That's right. You ought to have toys. Abundance means that you have abundance of stuff, right? And so we, that's what we're talking about now. Remember now, so Satan uses anything he can. Remember 2 Corinthians 2 and 11, uh, uh, the less Satan would get advantage over us. We are not ignorant to his devices, right? We're not ignorant. Say that. We're not ignorant to his devices. One of his devices is called lazy. Come on. He wants us to be lazy. Teach. All right? You see, you want something in your life, but you're not willing to pay the price for it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Even Paul says he was pressing, pressing forward for that higher calling in Christ Jesus. Pressing means he's doing the work. Right. That what, now, there are certain things, you know, you can sit around and you want a job or a better life and just say, Lord, give me a job or a better life. <laughs> Ain't nothing happening, right? You got to do something with it, right? So here's how I do it. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. Remember that scripture? When I start praying for things and I'm ready to go to work, I'm asking God to direct my path. Well, I'm going to have, path means there's a distance. Then I'm going to have to do the work until I get there. That's right. He's given me, say opportunist. Opportunist. We are all Christians. We should, we're opportunists. We're waiting for the opportunity that God has for us so we can be conquerors. Well, not just conquerors. We more than conquerors according to the scripture. Isn't that right? That's right. So what we want to talk about today is one of the weapons that Satan uses is to cause us to be lazy. What is nothing from nothing? Nothing. All right, so if, that's how that works. Nothing from nothing equals nothing, right? So that means there has to be something 
or effort, that's the effort, effort. You have to put the effort in. God's already given you what you need, but you put the effort in and you can achieve that, right? Uh, that's why we, we're, we're going to achieve this 300 pounds. We can't, you got to, you just can't sit around on the couch and pray to lose weight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got you to do the work, right? That's right. And so, and, and so sometimes people think that my style of life lessons is a little hard, but I get tired of people, Christian people whining. I can't stand a whiny person, right? Right? If something happens in your life, then you brush it off, you shake it off, and you go forward, right? For a new journey in life, right? Does that make sense to you? You see, so we all here are, God has expectations on us that we will achieve what he's called us to do. Now, everybody in this building, yes, everybody in this building, you have what I call po. Say, what's that, Pastor? Potential. All right, so we all got that. So we all got some po, right? Yeah, not po chops, potential, right? And so what we're we going to do is God has given, when I was born, he already instilled that in me, all right? It's up to me to use that gift, that you can be successful if you stay in what he's called you to do, right? That's right. That's Most right. people are not successful what God's called them to do. They don't want to do the work. Because it takes work, right? Do you understand what I'm saying? Or am I making it clear to you? So we're, on this, and we're in this journey together, right? That's right? But we're all not all going the same path. We all got different paths, and the path is leading us to perfection. Remember, what do we do here? We are trying to live for perfection. The worst thing can happen is we'll fall on excellence. That's a Lombardi quote, right? So right. We, un we understand right. that. So if you are, let me tell you, you want something in your life? Well, here's, how, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to give you the clue. Now, Jesus is teaching us, and Jesus is giving us what we need to do and what we have to do. See, too many people are sitting on the couch or sitting in the pews, and they don't take what they learned and put it into action. All right? I don't care what. Knowledge without action is just knowledge. Right? Does that make sense? And we're going to talk about faith. Faith without works is dead. Yeah. And that's the scripture we're going to use. But right now, we're going to start with Matthew 7, 7 and 8. Here we go. And it says, ask, and it will be given to you. Jesus says, you got to ask. You can't just sit around with your mouth shut. That's right. He said, Jesus, this is Jesus talking to the people. He says, ask, and it'll be given unto you. You see, some people, if you don't, listen to me. Look at me, right? Everybody look at me. If you don't ask for what you need, people think you got what you need. That's right. That's right. Does that make sense? So sometimes you just, he just says, you got to ask, right? Mm -hmm. and then he says, seek, and you will find. And he says, seek, you got to do some work. He said, you got to go look for it. He said, you got to seek it. He said, if you seek it, You'll find it. That's called work. You can't seek it sitting on the couch. Huh? You can't seek it on your knees. Right? You seek it by getting off the couch, getting off your knees, uh, and asking God to direct you where you need to go. Guess what? It ain't no secret where it's at. He knows where it's at. Right? So I'm going to ask him, and I'm going to seek it. And the Bible says, I'll find it. All right? And then he says, knock, and the door will be open. See, 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 he says, do what? Knock. knock, and the door will be open to you. He didn't say the door was going to be automatically open. He said, you got to knock on the door. He's teaching us something here. you got to do the work. That's right. you got to knock on the door. Do you understand what I'm saying? You see, that can be, I'm going to go up here. That's praying. I'm knocking, Lord, bless me abundantly. Jesus says, Father, that I should have life, and he came to give me life, and life more abundantly. 
I'm knocking on the door. I'm looking and knocking on the door for my abundance. That's right. That's right. Because he said it. And if he said it, I believe it. All right? And can't nothing stop me but me. Do you all understand that? Can't nothing stop you from a life of abundance but you. That's right. Right? Because you ain't seeking. You ain't knocking. And it's, it, hey, wait a minute. You ain't asking. You got to ask him. Right? He wants, he's waiting right now for you to ask him for something. You know, there is nothing, I like being grandpa now. Now, that grandpa's fun stuff. Now, being a regular parent, that, that's a whole different ballgame. But, but being a grandparent, you see, and, and I'm a good grandparent. My grandkids love me because I don't do no shopping. I'm the money grandpa. See, now all they got to do is ask me for something, and grandpa's going to take care of it. Do you understand? But if you don't ask, I don't know what you need. That's right. You, you understand what I'm saying? Well, if you don't ask God, God don't know. He knows what you need, but he ain't going He has to be inspired. And he, he, you inspire him by seeking him and knocking and asking him. That's how you inspire him, because he wants to bless you. He's your heavenly father, isn't he? That's right. That's right. All right. All right, where am I at? Verse 8. Okay. It says, for everyone who asks, receives. He said, if you ask, you're going to receive. You all know that. You see, when, and I use it all the time, when the doctors told me five to seven years, that, you know, I was going to die in five to seven years. You all know the story. 23 years later, I'm still standing here. All right. All I did is ask. Yes, that's right. And all I did is ask him to give me more life, more time. Look what he's doing. He's giving me more life and more time. That's right. You see, right. if I don't listen to them people, I'm out of here. Well, shoot. Somebody, you're not healthy this morning? Seek, knock, ask. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because, see, man's thoughts are limited. God's thoughts are not limited. Okay, you ain't getting it. You ain't getting it. All right, here we go. All right? The Bible says the one who seeks finds. If you seek it, you're going to find it. Get off the couch and go seeking it. And you'll find it. That's right. Do you understand what I'm saying? All right. And to the one who knocks, the door will be open. He said, if you knock, the door will be open. This is the scripture. This is Jesus. How many of you believe in Jesus? Amen. Would Jesus tell you a lie? Well, then the reason you don't have is because you ain't asked for it. You ain't seeking it, and you ain't knocking on his door. That's right. Do you know how you knock on his door? Say, hi, Pastor. Faith. You speak the word and faith. You see, I'm going to the door, and I'm going to knock on the door, and my faith in God, he's going to open that door for me. you got to believe that. That's right. you got to right. believe that. All right, here we go. Pastor, you know, every one of those words are action words. All right. Scripture. Action, say action words. you got to do what? The work. got to do the work. you got to do the work, people. Lazy Christians get to heaven, but they live in hell. There you go. Right, you understand? You, I'm, you know I'm gonna do that because y'all ain't giving me what I want down here. <laughs> you remember them songs you used to sing in church when you said heaven you're gonna be on golden streets? I need some gold down here. Heaven take care of its place, right? So I'm, I'm asking God to fill my pockets now full of that gold. Huh? My bank account now full of that gold. My savings account now full of that, right? You understand that? I don't believe in, in, in the old church when they used to pre preach that being poor was a virtue. Y'all love me? I've stated being poor is a sin. 
Huh? How can I live a life? How can my light shine? The Bible says, Jesus said, you want your light to shine, right? Well, my light can't shine unless I'm shiny. That's right. That's right. Uh, okay. That's right. So, that, you know, I want to be shiny. Somebody can look at me and say, hey, man, he got it going on. You know what That's I'm right. saying? And then, then I can tell them where to go to get what's going on in me so they can get it going on in them. Here's how you do it. I'm just a man that was hungry that found bread that's telling everybody else where I found the bread at. That's right. That's right. You, you understand what I'm saying? It's that simple. That's that simple. You know, we want people to read the Bible. The Bible that some people are only going to read is your lifestyle. Right. right? And, you know, if they look at you and they see you all poor and broken down and sad and pitiful, they're going to say, I don't need to go to church to look like that. That's right. That's Do right. you understand what I'm saying? All right. So y'all with me? Now turn to James chapter 2. I'm going to read this from the voice. It says, brothers and sisters, it doesn't make any sense to say you have faith and act in a way that denies that faith. So it doesn't, it doesn't make sense that you say you have faith and you act in a way that denies faith. Because when you say that, people are looking at what you got faith in. And they'll look at you and say, well, you ain't got much faith in something because if, if that's all your faith has got in me, I don't need it. That's right. Are y'all with me? Are you really with me? Yeah. All right. Mere talk never gets you very far. Yeah, just running off of the mouth don't get you very far. I love the Lord. He heard my cry, and he pitied my every groan. Come on, dude. Huh? Yeah, you a Christian? You believe in God? Stop crying. Stop groaning. Huh? Get excited about life. That's right. Huh? Jesus says, I come to give you life and life more abundantly. So how can I be singing this song, I love the Lord, he heard my cry and pitied my every groan. What am I pit What's pity? I don't even like a pitiful person. Come on. The only reason I have to put up with him is because I'm a pastor and you know, sometimes pitiful people come to church and you have to put up with them people and all that and, and pity them. But you see, I'm trying to change that and get rid of the pitiful people that come to the church because this ain't no pitiful church and this ain't no pitiful pastor. That's right, that's right. And we don't believe in pitiful. Huh? Come on. Come on. Come in here. We stand tall in this church, don't we? We walk tall in this church, right? We ain't, we ain't moaning and groaning in here. Guess what we doing? What, say what, Pastor? We worshiping and praising him in here. Right. right? Because we believe in what Jesus says. Life and life more abundant. Isn't that right? You know, isn't it great? That most of you in here, the only thing that you got really concerned about today is the Chiefs is going to win a football game. Well, God, man, that's a good life. No, I'm not cutting you. That's a good right. life, right? right? You see, you, you, you understand? Some of us are so blessed that we're going to watch the game. The only decision I got to make is what room to watch it in. That's right. That's what he's talking about. You see, I, could, I was pitiful, but I ain't pitiful anymore. Because I kept knocking, and I kept seeking, and I kept asking, and he's given it to me. And whatever he's done for me, he'll do for you. That's right. That's Are you right. with me this morning? All right. And then we're told that a commitment to Jesus only in words will not save you. A commitment just in words is not going to save you. You've got to do some work. He's told us that. You see, the, I, I, when poor Christians talk more, they save but they talk more than folks that's... No, I want to 
and I don't like it. I, hey, you, you go for an interview. Do you know when you go for an interview, they don't do it so much now. They look at you when you walk in the door. That's right. They watching how you carry yourself, your demeanor. Isn't that right? That's right. Well, as a Christian, the world ought to see us when we walk in the door and notice something special about us. That's right. Are y'all with me? That's right. They ought to walk in the door and say, oh, here come Johnny Fields. All right. Let's, you understand what I'm saying? That's right. What do people think of you mm. when you walk in the door? What do people think of you on your job? Who are you influencing to come to Christ? You see? Think about that. Nothing from nothing leaves nothing. All right? The Bible goes on to say that it would be like seeing a brother or sister without any clothes out in the cold mm -hmm. and begging for food and saying, Shalom, friend. You should get inside where it's warm and yeah. eat something. Yeah. You'd see somebody hungry. I don't know if any of you all ever been hungry, grew up hungry, didn't have anything. And somebody come up to you and said, oh, just go pray about it. You ought to give them something. That's why the church is failing. The church has forgot its calling. That's right. All right. It says, but doing nothing about his needs, leaving him cold and alone on the street. We what good would your words do alone? What good would your words do alone? Telling somebody, you see, this is one of the things that bothers me as when I teach the pastors here and the ministers here, when somebody's going through something, uh, you're going to be all right. Shut up. Right. I ain't going to be all right, and I don't want to be all right now. Here's how you do it. If you need anything, call me. That's right. You see? And see the difference? Whatever you need, you call me. That's right. Don't tell me I'm going to be all right. Has anybody ever went through something in here that you didn't want to be all right? Amen. Do you understand what I'm saying? I, I was at my, I can use this, but she watches it, but she won't care. Um, when my friend Bill Allen passed away, and, and you all know that I'm the one that done the homecoming service, and I was standing with her, and of course, you know, people are ignorant at funerals, and somebody came up to her and said, well, Brenda, you're going to be in a better place, and she said, no, a better place would be here with me, and I said, you see what I'm saying? No, it's this. If you need me, anything, call me. That's right. If you just need for me to talk, somebody to Listen to, call me, not run off at the mouth. Listen to, call me. You see, somebody's hungry, meet me at the store. What do you need? This is what it's saying. That's right. You can't be a Christian and not do the work of Christ. That's right. All right? We say as the cliche, but it's right. What would Christ do? That's right. All right. What pastor's saying is the Bible says it this way. The same is true with faith. The saying is, now here we go, Dad. We get into the meat of this thing. The saying is true with faith. Without action? Faith without action. Faith without action meaning you ain't knocking. Right. Huh? You ain't seeking. You understand what I'm saying? You see, how many, there's some people in relationships in here. You just, you just keep talking about having a good relationship. You got to do the work. You better put some action in that thing. That's right. Do you understand what I'm saying? You see, no, you didn't get it. If you're in a relationship in here, 
you've got to have faith. See, Sister Gwen and I was married 49 years. Y'all remember, y'all applaud for us. Uh, uh, she, gonna, she ain't going to like this. I'm going to say this. Don't y'all tell her, okay? <laughs> Lord knows I put a lot of action in our marriage for it to last. You know what I'm talking about. I'm just playing up here. But it took action to get there. That's right. That's right. It takes work to get there. That's right. When you stop working on anything, it'll die. Do you understand what I'm talking about? When you stop working on your relationship and with your family, it'll die. If you stop, stop working on your relationship with whoever you're with, it'll die. If you stop working on your relationship with God, it'll die. That's right. That's right. You've got to put some action in there. I don't, you, you see what I'm saying? Don't just tell me that you have faith in Christ. I want to see your actions. Keep going, please. Again, without actions, faith is useless. Without actions, faith is what? Useless. Everybody say that. Without action, faith is what? Useless. All right. By itself. It's as good as dead. By itself, it's just as good as dead. You got faith and you stand and ain't doing nothing. It's just as good as dead. Do you understand what I'm saying? Is anybody getting me? There, you ever watch on TV and sometimes I look at this and there are people they thought were poor and they die and they find out they got a lot of money. You see? And that money was just sitting there. And so that money was no good to anybody. That's right. Because they didn't put it in action. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. All right. You like this one, Pastor, from the message. It says, isn't it obvious that God talk without God acts? Uh, no, wait a minute. I like that. I, I wish I'd have wrote that. That's good. God talk without God what? Acts is outrageous nonsense. It's outrageous. That sounds just like me. I love that. It's outrageous nonsense. I think you wrote and that. I'm not afraid to say that. That's nonsense. Show me something. Show me something. All that talk without action is nonsense. All right? I want to get to the top of the hill and sit there on your knees. Get up and start climbing. That's right. Are you with me? How many of you want a good life? Amen. What are you doing to do, get and have a good life? That's right. You got to do some action. Amen. I want a good life. Well, so do the non-Christians. Do the action. I'm going to work this thing until I get what God promised me. All right. Verse 18, it says, I know what you're thinking. Okay, you have faith. Yeah. And I have actions. Okay. Now let's see your faith without works. Yeah, let me see your faith without works. Uh, James is saying, hey, I had faith, but I put mine to work. I'm looking at yours. Where's your faith? Where's... You ain't got nothing going on. You see? Do you understand what I'm saying? You believe in God? You have faith in God? Then I want to see what he's done for you. Okay. Y'all should love to have a pastor like me trying to encourage Amen. you Amen. to do better than you can or been doing. All right, here we go. Again, James says, now let's see your faith without works, and I'll show you a faith that works. I'm going to show you a faith that works. You see, I can show you a faith that works. You understand? You all looking at me. You all know my story. I'm still here. Huh? Devil tried to kill me. He didn't have the power to kill me. Because of my faith. That's right. Now put it to work. Do you understand what I'm saying? All right, we trying to lose weight. You know, we got to exercise. That's right. Eat right. That's right. Right? Diet, right? Spiritually, mentally, physically, or emotionally. You got to do those things. Read that again for me. Let's see your faith without works. I want to see your faith without works. And I'll show you a faith that works. And I'll show you a faith that works. You want a faith that works? You got to work it. You got to do the work. 
You see, you just can't stand there and say, God, no, I'm going to do the work. Do you understand? Do you see what I'm talking about? When, we st- when I put a lesson together sometimes, we, got, we use three different Bibles to put a lesson together so that the people will get it. So I think one of these, I'm just going to do this. Lord, put a lesson together. Well. Huh? God, ladies, ladies, this is what you need to do. You know, when, it's, when, it's, when you're cooking dinner, just say, I'm not going to cook dinner today. I'm just going to let the Lord cook. Lord, cook the dinner for them. And make it taste good. No, we want to have a good meal today. Lord, bless us with a good meal today. Somebody got to go in the kitchen. Come on. And do some cooking. That's right. And before somebody can go into the kitchen to do some cooking, somebody had a job to buy the food so somebody could go in the kitchen That's to right. do what That's they right. had to do. Does that make sense what I'm saying? All right, nothing works. Nothing from nothing leaves nothing. So don't be a nothing Christian. We all saved in here. Now what? Do the work. All right. James goes on and makes it plain. He says, don't you realize that faith without works is useless? It's useless. Like a glove without a hand. It's like like a glove without a hand. So what's a glove going to do without a hand? Or a hat without a head. What's a hat going to do without a head? It's just going to sit there. Some people's life is like a glove without a hand, like a hat without a head. That's right. So that's how they live. All right. In the message it says, you can no more show me your works apart from your faith than I can show you my faith apart from my works. He said, I can't show you my faith apart from my works. Because when I show you my faith and I talk about my faith, I have to put my works right beside beside because they go together. That's right. Right? That's right. You want a great job? Get an education. Yeah, yeah that's right. That's right. You, you go to college, right? Just go, what you need to do, if anybody's going to college, just go say, I want to be in this class. And tell them, I just want to pass this class, but I don't want to do nothing. <laughs> that ain't going to work. Go to your doctor and say, doctor, I know I got diabetes, high blood pressure, whatever you is, but I don't want to do nothing. No, you got to do the work. In every aspect of your life, you got to do the work. Quit annoying God. It's annoying praying for something he's giving you the tools to do. Right? Faith and works. Before, when I came into the ministry, you know, before God anointed my mouth. Well. (laughs) I I was a talker. Y'all can, come on, you can laugh. I'm talking about me. I don't mind you laughing at me. I'm up here, you there, so how could I mind you laughing at me? All right, here we go. I was a talker, right? Trash talker. That's right. Always running off in the mouth talking crazy. Right? Yeah. But, <laughs> but <laughs> you're going to pay for that. But anyway, <laughs> but always talking. But when he anointed it, guess what I had to do? Study. Still talk, but it had to get anointed. When it was anointed, had to do the work. Do you understand what I'm saying? You have to do the work. That's right. Have to do the studying. Have to do the fasting sometimes. Then I don't do it so much anymore. And do the praying, right? Have to put it together, right? That's right. 
So even with the anointing, there comes what? Work, Work. behind the anointing. That's right. That's right. <coughs> you say, I was joking about it. You want to stay, you people in here married, want to stay married a long time? You ain't seen no kind of work until you get in a relationship and get married. Amen, brother. That takes Amen. work. <coughs> Sometimes overtime. Sometimes triple time. You got to do the work. That's right. Again, faith and works, works and faith. Fit together, hand and glove. They fit together, hand and glove. You got to put them together. If you ain't doing the work, the work will do you. That's right. Isn't that right? That's right. Do you think that just believing <coughs> there's one God is going to get you anywhere? People tell me, I believe in God. Okay. Listen to the rest of this. The demons believe that too. The devil believes in God. And it terrifies them. Yeah. The fact is, <coughs> faith has to show itself through works performed in faith. You got to do what? Show it through works. Say that. I'm going to show my works through my faith. Through my faith. I'm going to show my faith. I'm going to show my faith through my works. Through my works. That's how it works. All if, right? If you don't recognize <coughs> that, you're an empty soul. If you don't recognize that, you're empty. That's why there's a lot of empty Christians. They say, but they're empty. There ain't nothing in them. The message says, isn't it obvious that faith and works are yoked partners? It's obvious that faith and work are yoked partners. That faith expresses itself in works? Mm -hmm. That the works are works of faith? My, my life is faith working together. Works of faith. When I put this together, I've got to believe that God is going to send somebody to come and hear it. But if I ain't got nothing to say, nobody's coming to hear it. That's right. That's how it works. Do you see, when you put money in the bank, you're expecting what? Grow. To get money back. That's right. But if you ain't got none in there, ain't none coming back. That's right. Because nothing from nothing leaves nothing. So you can be a saved Christian with nothing or a safe Christian living on the promises of Jesus Christ and having life and life more abundant. That's right. That's right. That's on you. That ain't on him. All right? And in verse 26, it says that removing action from faith is like but, removing breath from a body. Removing action from faith. When you take uh, uh, the faith and remove it from actions or actions from faith. Either way you look at it, it says removing actions from faith. That means if you, when you just have faith and have no actions behind your faith, it's like taking the breath from a body. And guess what happens? All you have left is a corpse. All you got left is a corpse. Too many dead walking Christians. What's that movie, The Walking Dead? Right. You can go into church and you can see the walking dead. Going, yes, they're walking around but have nothing that's right. inside. Have you ever seen someone that's been in the church for years but has nothing inside? Because they don't have any faith and they're like a spirit that's been out of the body and they're deadbeat Christians. That's right. We don't want to be those, do we? That's right. All right. The NIV says it this way. 
As the body without the spirit is dead. As the body without the spirit is dead. So faith without deeds is dead. So faith without deeds is dead. I don't want to hear about you being a Christian. I don't hear about you being saved being a Christian. I want you to tell me what the Christian life is working within you. I want you to tell me about who you helped yesterday. Uh, did you go across the street and help that elderly people, person cut their grass? When, when was the last time you called up a friend and asked if they're all right? You understand what I'm saying? Simple thing, open a door for somebody. You see, don't tell me who you are. Show me who you are. All right? Come on, give God a hand, God. <laughs> the Isaacs are on their way up. Come on, a good one. Let's just deal with that. Yes. Yes. God is good. Yeah, he is. He's good. Right, and we're going to work it. On next week, next week, uh, my alumni class is coming up. So they're they coming up. Classes 64 is coming up to see to visit Pastor Fields. So it'll be a fun time. So we want to make sure we have our best hats on, all right? Say it out loud. Faith, Faith without, works without works is dead. Is dead. I, refuse I refuse to be dead. To be dead. I'm, alive I'm alive because, because of, my faith. of my faith. Give God a hand clap. All right. <laughs>